We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And this is important. I mean, it's important for Virginia, but it's important politically. If it's true that Ford Motor Company did choose Virginia, and then Governor Youngkin's team intervened and said, "No, no, 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 we don't want this." If, if, and am I? I heard that right, right? Adam didn't. Isn't that what I heard? That that was. And Jeff's giving me a thumbs up. Okay, so that's that's different. I think than what we were hearing earlier. That it was we pulled out of the process. And look, I'm, I'm pro-Yunkin. I'm pro-Republican. I'm pro-business. I'm pro-jobs. And that's why this is dangerous for Glenn Youngkin and for the Republicans, because uh, the Democrats are going to beat the hell out of the Republicans on this, saying you just cost 2,500 jobs in a part of the state where they need those jobs. It's not Northern Virginia. It's not Norfolk. It's not... Um, uh, the Richmond area, although we could use the jobs too. Uh, you know, this there may be a very good reason for it, but this isn't this. You know, part of the brand of being a Republican is that you want business to expand, and you're the ones that care about providing employment for people who want to work. While the Democrats are all about welfare. I, I mean, that's not nice to say, but that's that's the Republican brand, and anything that goes against that has you better have a really good explanation and get out and sell that and it's weird to me you know we came back on the air on tuesday and i said to adam i was like you know this worries me ask the governor's office if somebody will come on and talk about this and they haven't and that mm, i mean i'm sure they're busy there's a lot going on the general assembly's in session but i this is a big story and the fact that we're still talking about on Thursday and that little nugget there, that's concerning to me. Hmm. And every Republican governor that I've known bringing jobs to the Commonwealth was one of the big things that they sold when they were campaigning and that they were able to say, hey, we're better at this than the Democrats. Uh, working with business to grow and to uh, recruit and beat out other states. And that's been part of the sale for Glenn Youngkin, had it, is I'm the business guy, and I know what big business wants in order to come to a state, and we're losing our competitive edge. So, come on. Again, free advice from a comms guy and a political guy. 
<laughs> you better come up with an answer to this because it ain't looking good right now. I think that's, that's you know, from the outside, that's my impression. 837 here on this Thursday morning, the 19th day of January, 2023. I'm John Reed, and you're listening to News Radio WRVA, a former Virginia governor who was very successful uh, recruiting businesses to the Commonwealth is Jim Gilmore. He was also the ambassador to Europe under President Trump, and, and he joins us every week to talk about Ukraine. But can I, can I start with that Ford plant? issue in pennsylvania do you agree with me disagree do you have any inside scoop on this that i don't know or well you know john thanks for the opportunity to come back on again always every week and i'm yes, grateful sir. for that opportunity look uh, i'm not briefed on the south side virginia issue i know uh, when i was governor we worked very hard to bring business to the south side and to the southwest uh, governor allen did before me and i did when i was governor it's very stubborn because the furniture industry went away down there yeah. and other industries went away down there. And it's been very difficult to revitalize those communities. Uh, so I think that it's not right, though, for me to speak on behalf of the administration. I think that um, what's going on right now and nationally is that the, the Chinese have become so aggressive yeah. and have threatened Taiwan almost every day. Uh, that the the question then is across the entire United States, what role do the governors play in that policy mm-hmm. and how that balances off against job creation? So I think you're doing the right thing by asking the administration to come on and talk about it. That's really their role to do that. Right. OK. All right. But you think it's as an as a former international diplomat. It's not made up that the that the Chinese government is hyper aggressive and having a stand here in virginia for them could could raise some red flags that's not a fake story you think well it's not espionage or anything like that but it's, it's instead it's a, it's a question nationally uh, of the rise of china and the threat that they're creating worldwide right does that uh, do, does that bear upon a, a job creation decision in south side virginia i think that uh you know, governors, people will come on and have to talk gotcha. to you about that. Okay, okay. But uh, but but it is true that war that war talk is rising worldwide, and all of this is connected, which is why you have me on there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's get to Ukraine. You know, I haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks because I was in Asia and I was watching the BBC coverage and the CNN international coverage and just talking to people. And Ukraine came up occasionally with the the tourist crowd and the you know academic crowd that I was talking to, and they're concerned. Uh, but, you know, you had that plane that went down with some officials. And then this morning, it sounds like we're in a tiff. I was unaware of this with Germany over whether or not uh, Germany should provide tanks to Ukraine. D- have you seen the story? What's your reaction to that? Oh, sure. And look, this is going to be an ongoing week by week thing as we're mm-hmm. in the middle of a war. And the question, the big policy questions are the ones I like to talk about here. But, yes, the factual matter is that the Ukrainians believe that they have to have tanks. Mm-hmm. The perspective I would give you is that they're afraid that the Russians are getting ready to do, mount a major offensive in the spring. They want to do a major offensive in the spring. The Ukrainians do because mm-hmm. uh, they need to get their territory back while the Russians are back on their heels, and they still are. And tanks would do that. Now, the British have just sent tanks. Uh, mobile vehicles have been sent by the French, the Germans, the Americans, uh, and other parts of NATO uh, in order to give the uh, the Ukrainians better mobility on the battlefield. Uh, and I think that they have a right to get back their property. They have a right to get back their land and their people. They have a, they have a right to resist aggression. Right. 
The big picture issue, though, John, and by the way, I, maybe I ought to be interviewing you as to what you heard while you were overseas. That might enlighten us a great wow. deal. But wow. but I believe that the, the main point here is that we have to continue to state the objective of the, of the exercise here. This is not charity. This is not some game that we're playing. Uh, this is not some distraction at 9.02 in the morning. Uh, this is a war that is going on and is destructive of many people. We saw a missile just strike a apartment building in Depro. Oh, it's awful. 45 people, just oh. 90 children are being killed. Mm-hmm. And this is a terror campaign being conducted by the Russians in order to subject the Ukrainians to their empire. Yeah. Uh, that's what's going on. And so we have to make a decision. Is is that okay? I mean, not, not whether that's okay. Whether it is in the American and the Western interest to resist this. Yeah. And so far we have decided that it is. All right. Well, you, I've known you my whole life. I trust you. You, there's nobody in Virginia I would trust more on assessing the international scene than you, including our, no offense, our sitting U.S. senators, because you've been over there in a bunch of different roles. But let me play devil's advocate here. You read a story like the Reuters story today that says Germany is resistant to sending the tanks because they don't want to escalate the situation. And I think this plays into the people who write me every week when you're on the air and say, Gilmore just wants to funnel money to Ukraine. And why are kind of the Trump mindset of why is the U.S. footing the bill when rich countries, not poor countries, but rich countries like Germany are kind of sitting. It's like being in a bar fight. Your buddy says, you know what? You should go kick their butt. I'm going to sit over here and drink another beer and watch what happens. You know? <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, factually, uh, factually, you have to look at Europe. Uh, you can't really compete their economy versus ours. Uh, Germany has a nice economy, but it's nothing like ours. We have a $20 trillion economy. We have the best military in the world and the best capabilities. We are the people that can deter this war against Russia. But we do have partners. The European Union as a whole is almost matching our commitment. Uh, the Germans are are, are uh, balking on leopards because they're saying the same thing. They're saying, well, why should we be sending our tanks if the Americans aren't sending theirs? And we're not sending the ours. We're not sending the, the Abrams tanks. There are legitimate battlefield reasons for that, by the way. I'm not criticizing uh, that American decision yet. But the point is, is the big picture is that the, the Russians have got to be pushed out of Ukraine. Uh, the big picture is we have to state our objectives, and our objectives is that military aggression in Europe, which shatters all the rules, all the former agreements, all the Helsinki Accords, yeah. and says that war crimes, atrocities, and terror will become the new order of the day. If that's the case, then you can see it igniting in the Pacific, in Taiwan, and other places. You can see but there are other parts of Europe beginning to come to pieces. There's an ongoing battle now back in Armenia again. The Balkans are unstable. This can all go to pieces, and next thing you know, that we really are in a war, and uh, that is one we're trying to avert. Yeah. I don't want to see a war. I want to avert one, and I think this is the moment when American resources, together with our partners, can avert that war uh, that it is, frankly, just over the horizon. Yeah. Um, this morning, we woke up to news. I don't know that the prime minister of of New Zealand is of importance for us, I had a friend when I worked for the Veterans Group who was good friends with this Jacinda Ardern, loved her. Of course, my friend was a big leftist progressive type and a women's, you know, feminist. So I think she liked the idea that this woman was the prime minister of New Zealand. But I paid attention to her. She's really hyper progressive and she stomped all over her people, in my opinion, 
during COVID. Why would she resign? Do you have any insight on this? Why she would walk away in the middle of her term at this? Is there a scandal brewing? Or so let me you know, let me address it in two ways. I don't have any inside information more than you do, but she says she's exhausted and she's tired and she doesn't want to continue to do this. You know, running a, a, a country. Or for that matter, running a major state like Virginia is a very exhausting thing. and right. You have to have a lot of people there behind you. Bottom line is that, uh, uh, you know, the, New Zealand fits into the overall picture foreign policy-wise of the Pacific. Uh, we've seen Australia get their act together pretty well over the last number of years. They used to be pretty neutral until they saw the Chinese breathing down their neck. Right Now mm-hmm. they're really working with the Americans and the British in order to try to bring, say, peace and stability to the Pacific. New Zealand's always been kind of an outlier on this, kind of a progressive outlier. They, they, you know, like social policy stuff like we love here in the United States. And, you know, maybe this is an opportunity for a new prime minister to take over New Zealand, join up with the Americans and the Australians and the British and, and the Japanese mm-hmm. and, you know, deter this this aggressive rocket saddle uh, rattling that we're seeing in China. By the way, I think the Chinese are beginning to kind of try to cool this down a little bit for all their rhetoric. But on the other hand, the Red Army over there is, uh, you know, the, the People's Army over there is invading the airspace of Taiwan every day and yeah. sending a clear message that they want a war. Yeah. Uh, the goal here nationally, internationally and worldwide, uh, John, is to stop this before it gets out of hand. Right. Well, listen, I'm, I'm out of time. But um, if you don't mind next week, maybe we can spend a little bit of time on Vietnam uh, I don't want to, sp- you know, I don't want to act like my trip to Asia is what we should be talking about on the radio. But I was shocked. Kami Vietnam, when I was in Hanoi and Saigon, it was everything was painted nicely. There was a lot of money. It was beautiful. Not like a dump like Havana when I was in Havana, Cuba. And I'm confused. What is going on with with Vietnam? And they were really pro-American other than when I was at Ho Chi Minh's mausoleum. Um and I just I, I I'd be curious if you have any insight on that. I can't talk about it today, but maybe if you don't well, mind, maybe we can pick it up. About, you, ought, you ought to be talking about your trip all week, John, to lay the <laughs> foundation for that conversation yeah. because you have insight that others don't have because of your travels. It was interesting. Make it worthwhile policy wise. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's talk about it next week if you don't mind. I, I appreciate that. The former governor of Virginia, the former ambassador to Europe under President Trump, uh, Jim Gilmore. Thank you. Appreciate it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.